First Take Analyst Stephen A. Smith recently opened about the hate he has received from current former and current NBA players due to his criticism of Kyrie Irving's anti-vaccine stance. Kyrie Irving has been giving the media on all platforms a lot of breaking news lately. The next star decision to not get vaccine has had mixed views from other players in the league, with most of them exercising um, diplomat while addressing the issue. However, ESPN analyst Stephen A. Smith has been very vocal on his opinion about the whole situation. From day one, Smith has maintained his stance that he despised Irvin's decision, calling it selfish and unfair. In recent months, Smith has been very critical of the superstar, only to his unpredictability nature. The ESPN analyst has slapped Irvin on several occasions for not having basketball as his top priority. This is a situation that I never want to talk about, but I've seen something over the weekend that really disgusts me about this dude. Um, I used to really like Stephen A. Smith. I used to respect Stephen A. Smith. I believe he's non credible at all whatsoever now. Um, I don't like the guy. At some point, I would not respect the guy. I well, I, I don't have no respect for him from what I've seen um, this past weekend. First off, how could top how basketball could be your top priority when it's concerning your body? Nothing comes before yourself or your family. And and I believe and I think Stephen A. Smith is really like you know very you know political, very political. Even though he said his money is more important, he 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 basically said nothing was going to stop him from getting his money. Nothing. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people out here that's dying from the COVID, from the vaccine, and just having COVID. So if the guy don't want to take the damn vaccine, why should you have something to say about his decision for himself? This is a free. This is a. This is America, right? Well, we do have a freedom of speech. We do have our right amendment to do what the hell we want, far as putting something in our body. If we don't want it, or if we don't have enough research or have enough information about it, how dare you sit up there and judge the dude about this? It's, it's, it's pertaining to a sport that you like. So damn what? My li- people life's more important to more important than a um, basketball. Yeah, they pay him millions. He chose to play basketball, but still, his skills got him paid. Not him playing basketball. Just playing basketball. How he is. Kyrie Irving is a good dude and a good player. And I just cannot stand when people disagree with somebody because they own beliefs. Who gives a damn what you think about if it's a basketball game you care about? It's a team sport, but yeah. And, and I don't care about people bashing him. It comes to Stephen A. Smith. Like the report said, he's been highly, highly vocal about this dude. Like he's a hater. If you ask me, he is a hater. And then Stephon Marbury come out and say, oh, Stephen A., somebody need to silence this clown. He's a clown. 
And it really, it really, it really, it really pissed me off to see. I don't even watch First Take no more. I cannot, I cannot even, I cannot, I don't, I don't like his voice. I just don't like this dude. Because his opinions is based off uh, basketball. Not his, uh, not if you don't give nobody, <clears throat> excuse me. You don't give nobody a reason. You don't have a reason to tell nobody what to put in their body and they being selfish. How is that selfish? How is that selfish? I'm wonder, I'm wonder, man. I just really wonder. It's like Muhammad Ali when he decided not to go to war. He said, man, F for um F boxing. I'm not going. Stephen A. Smith has got to be the most political analyst, sport analyst I ever seen in my life. He is, the dude is, I promise you, I cannot stand to hear of his voice. I can't. Then he have a problem with Jay Will. Jay Will had the most, the, Jay Will is a very educated, um, very educated man from Duke. Very educated. My had a, not my, may not have a good NBA career, Due to injuries, but man, how can you sit up there? He gave the most valid opinion. I don't like it. He, Jay Will said, I don't like it, but I respect it. You have to respect somebody if they want to do it on their terms. And Stephen A. Smith, ready to it just something is really wrong with this dude. Somebody really need to silence this dude. Like, I cannot stand to watch ESPN after the Max Kellerman situation. Like I said, with the Stephon Marbury situation, he, Stephon Marbury is one of probably the best point guards in in last 20 years. Last 20, 25 years. This dude came to carry Irvin's defense and Stephen A had a problem with it. Stephen A had a problem with it. So what does Stephen A do? He oh he um ink Vaseline out of a, a, a jug. Like, come on, like really, really? He always he have he have no fair opinions or argument but to point to somebody lowest point of their life. Just like with Kawame Brown. You show videos of bloopers, but he's not talking to you about basketball. He's coming at you man to man. I just cannot respect this dude. I just really, I, I cannot respect this dude. I really can't. He is really starting to like irritate me, like frustrate me, piss me off to the point where like, I don't even, I don't even care about ESPN no more. I don't, I don't watch none of their shows no more. I barely have enough time to, to view anything. There's nothing on that show that's, that's watchable to me, but first around a horn. Or, I mean, um, PTI. Nothing, because that show is the oldest on the network. None of them shows really catch my attention to the point where I want to be, I'm going to watch it for 30 to an hour or more. But man, first take, I used to be so faithful. I used to faithfully watch this show. But this dude, Stephen A. Smith, man, he is just somebody really need to silence this dude, man. It's rumors saying people walking up to him on the street ready to fight. 
because he's come to the point where he his 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 political he's so political uh, he's he's so uh, he's so um he's so uh, vocal about the black coaches not getting called or jobs, but yet you dog another black man because of his opinion. Do that even make any sense to you guys? Well, not no 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 sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. I just I just I'm just really tired of this dude. I didn't even want to go there. I don't speak of I don't speak I don't even really speak of stuff like this. But man, I just had to get that out there, man. Let's, let's start the damn show. Coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, we look at the AL and NL championship rounds in the MLB. We recap week six of this NFL season and pick week seven games. We preview NBA's opening night. And I predict five things that I think will happen this 2021-22 NBA season. The best and worst NHL season is in full gear. Who's looking to dethrone the Tampa Bay Lightnings? We also recap an interesting college football this past Saturday and preview this weekend's games. And who I see making the college football playoff this day in sports history and more right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Hope everyone had a tremendous, tremendous weekend. This is episode 57 on this beautiful Tuesday, October the 19th of 2021. We're going to get into the NFL action we've seen last night. Tremendous game, NFL week six, and we're going to pick week seven games. We're going to get to the MLB postseason. And, of course, NBA season. It's finally here. We're going to get to that. This day in sports history, the best and worst, and, of course, college football this past Saturday. But right now we have breaking news coming out of the New York Yankees camp. They have agreed to sign Aaron, Aaron Boom to another three years. You ask me, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of that decision. I felt like the last two was enough to say, you know what? It wasn't a good hire, but hey, that's here or there. Once again, hope everyone having a tremendous day. We're going to get into what happened last night, but we have to start with week five, week six beginning. That's last Thursday night as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go into Lincoln Financial Field and beat the Pittsburgh, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles 28 21. Tom Brady had a decent game. 34 of 42, 297 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Jalen Hurts, 12 of 26, and only 115 yards. One touchdown and, of course, interception. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. I don't know if it's their defense or their offense. It seems like they cannot score points, and it seems like they can't make stops. And the best you can do is to put up 115 points with a um, defeated secondary of the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't get it. 115 yards in 60 minutes. You're not going to win games like that. Sorry. Make matters worse, 20 minutes and 4 seconds on time possession. The entire game with 3 and 10 on third down. 
There's no way you're going to be any team. Not even just not just the Tampa Bay Bucks. Not any team. Three of ten on third down. Three of ten. Only twenty minutes out of sixty minutes. So basically, you was watching your defense sweat, sweat. That's ridiculous. Miami and Jacksonville. Jacksonville snapped their twenty-game losing streak. Who's, which is something I can care less about. They defeat Miami Dolphins on a late field goal, twenty-three to twenty. Terrence Lawrence played a decent game, twenty-five of forty-one. 391 yards, one touchdown. Tua came back and played like an MVP candidate. 33 of 47, 329 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception in a losing effort. Like I said, they snapped 20 games. Only thing I'm thinking right now is this, it's just a matter of time before they go on another losing streak. The Jacksonville Jaguars have been horrible since they've been in, induced and into the NFL, I believe 95, 96, they have been nowhere. They have more losing seasons than probably they've been in the league. Who's happy about that? Minnesota win a close one, which they could have won on the late field goal, thanks to Joseph missing. They beat Carolina because of Sam Darnold cannot seems to continuously to throw interceptions. He had a good drive. That last drive, they tied the score. But, man, this dude played straight garbage in the first half. They lose to the Minnesota Vikings 34-28 to in overtime. Kirk Cousins, it seemed like he had good games, and they still lose. I don't understand. But this one he didn't. 33 or 48 373 yards, three touchdowns. Sam Darnold, 17 of 41, 207 yards, one touchdown, and of course, the interception. Minnesota sacked, got after the quarterback four times. Sam Darnold threw, uh, I believe, him. Or Carolina turned the ball over three times. You cannot, you have to win the turnover battle in the national football. You have to. And. Even though Carolina put out a fight, they lost, They dropped their third straight game. It seemed like everybody that was so high on them is not so much talking now. The Chargers go to Baltimore and get destroyed. 34 to 6, Lamar Jackson. I don't know what it is about this dude, but. The way he played, it seemed like they would have lost. If it wasn't for their defense, this was the losing effort from the stats. 19 of 27, 167 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. How can you blow somebody out like that um, and have put up those numbers? I don't get it. You turned the ball over two times. Justin Herbert felt like he was back in Oregon. 22 of 39, 195 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Baltimore, they won on the ground because they outrushed the Chargers close to almost 200 yards, 187 to 26. 26 rushing yards. And a horrible losing effort. 
You the best you could do. 26 rushing yards. Chargers didn't score absolutely no points in the second half. And it was third, three, 243 yards, two interceptions, and two interceptions. And man, I I could believe when I saw it. 74 total plays from the Houston, Texas. And they put up three points. Now that is terrible. That is terrible. 74 plays. And they put up three points. If that don't if that don't tell you your team suck, I don't know what will. The Kansas City Chiefs and a Washington football team. I tell you right now, one well, not special about this game, but the halftime when they uh, honor my boy Sean Taylor jersey, retire his twenty one jersey. That was absolutely not good about this game. Kansas City won 31-13, but, man, Patrick Holmes continue and consistently throw the, turn the ball over. 32-42, 392 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. They came alive in the second half, but, man, Patrick Mahomes will be not headed to the Super Bowl this year if he continues to throw the ball over. There's no – you cannot have these kind of games where you turning the ball over. If Washington football team had a decent quarterback, and trust me, Tyler Heineke is not it. 24-39, 182 yards, touchdown interception. He is not the answer. I don't know what you've seen in that last postseason game when he played the Bucks last year. But, man, he's long gone from that person. Long gone. Long gone from that person. Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, the biggest rivalry in football. I don't know why, because Aaron Rodgers 25 and 5 against these boys. Hey, he's talking about the franchise, but man, we, we ain't talking about the franchise. We're talking about the Aaron Rodgers right now. 22 of 5, 22 and 5 against the Bears, including playoff. He owned the Bears. He had, he had every right to say what he said. I own you. I own you. You own us. You just go ahead and just buy a crib right there by the lakefront. You know, buy a condo, um, um, a condo right there on the lakefront, anywhere you want to go, because you own this city. You really do. Every time he come here, he just beat us. Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers, 17 to 23, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Justin Fields, 16 to 27. 174 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I, I must get kudos to Justin Fields for taking that hit, man. That, that hit. You expect him to get up. I sure didn't. But, man, some, something is going on in that Chicago Bears locker room that we don't know. Maybe it's the maybe it's the fans just, you know, giving up on Coach Matt Shit, who would? Who won't? But, man, I don't know what the Chicago Bears have to do. Man, they have a big test next week in Tampa. And it's not going to be pretty. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be pretty. You saw what Tampa Bay did to um, the um, – who did they play last game? The, the Miami Dolphins last week? The week before? Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to make no predictions right now, but, man, it could look like that. It could really look like that. Their defense playing decent, 
But the offense seemed like they can't score no points. They, they can't. With David Montgomery out, they is not a offensive threat at all whatsoever. Bottom of the barrel in offense. I, I don't need I don't even I don't need to see no stats to show to prove that. You can just tell 14 points. 174 yards. They still haven't completed. They still haven't thrown over 200 yards this whole season. And it's week and it's about to be week seven. They probably the only team haven't thrown over. I won't be surprised. The only team haven't thrown over 200 yards. Unbelievable. Cincinnati go to Detroit and take care of the, the Lions. 30-40-11. I don't know why nobody's talking about Cincinnati as a playoff team. I've been saying this. I really believe they're going to make the playoff. Then, like I said, AFC North going to have at least two teams come out the um, come out the division as playoff. Either divi- they're going to come one somebody going to division. I don't know who it is, Baltimore or Cleveland. It could be three if Cleveland get their head out there. You know what? Joe Burrow, 19-29. 271 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Jared Goff, man, I feel bad for this dude. 28 of 42, 202 yards, one interception. To go two years removed from Super Bowl, three years, I'm sorry, removed from Super Bowl to absolutely the worst team in football. Who dreamed of that? Detroit Detroit Lions are just trash. They are just trash. Arizona Cardinals go to Cleveland and surprise me. They really did. 37 to 14. Kyler Murray, 20 of 30, 229 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Baker Mayfield got hit, but he um, left the game. 19 of 38. Don't know if he's going to play Thursday on a short week. 234 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Um, Cleveland had no points in the second half. They couldn't do absolutely nothing with the football. Can't move it, can't run it. With Nick Chubbs out, they can't do absolutely nothing. And now Kareem Hunt out. Now it's a time to almost panic because when you have two of the guys, your backfield, the two-headed monsters, out, and you have Zari Landry out, it's a problem. And, OJ, and OJB, OBJ is just, he's seen nowhere to be found, to be honest with you. I think somebody needs to file a missing report on Odell Beckham Jr. Because he have I haven't seen him catch a ball in almost two years. The Dallas Cowboys go to New England in a streak, almost a 40-year, almost a 35-year streak of not winning in New England. 37, I mean 35 or 28, 29 and over T. Derek. Uh, Dak Prescott, man, he has shown he is definitely MVP caliber. I won't be surprised if he win MVP. 36 of 51, 445 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Matt Jones, they did as much as they could. 15 to 21, 229 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Boy, but CeeDee Lamb show up to play. Including the game winning nine receptions, 149 yards, and two touchdowns. The Dallas Cowboys are for real. A good win before break. Before they buy. A good win. Now, all they have to do is keep going. But it's not even about this season. It's about what they can do in the postseason right now. To me, 
Because they have a, I believe they won one game, a lucky game against the, the Lions of all people. Come on, God, are you kidding me? The Las Vegas Raiders go to Denver and beat the Broncos 34-24. Derek Carr, 18-27, 331 yards, two touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater, is, he need to be benched. He had played the last three weeks horrible. 35-49, had a decent game, but, man, three interceptions is not going to cut it. Total of four turnovers, they just not going to cut it. They are just not going to cut it. Seattle and Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh win on a lucky. Lucky, lucky field goal. 23-20. Ben Rosenberger, 29-40. I'm for sure this is last year. 229 yards, one touchdown. Geno Smith, 23-32. 209 yards, one touchdown. Seattle, no points in second. No points in the first half. Let me tell you a story I was telling my friend. I was me and my friend was speaking about like a, a couple of days ago about Mike Tomlin, and and, and, and I, I don't have no ins, I don't have no inside sources of this, but I'm telling you right now, the Steelers is about to fire this dude because you can just tell, you can tell this dude been there 15 years, and I believe the last four or five years he made the post like two times. Mike Tomlin is probably dead. I mean, not dead, but he's gone. He is gone, and and just imagine the 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 Chicago Bears giving him a call a day after he get fired, asking him, "We want you to be our GM and coach." I can see it. I can see it right now. You you heard it here first. Sports talk with Marcel, Mike Tomlin. I'm probably about 40% sure will be the Bears' next head coach. It just seemed right. It just seemed right. Come in, change the culture. Make it a winning culture. And finally, Monday Night Football. Did we see a classic or what? I don't know what it is about Buffalo and Tennessee, but when they get together, they, they, they it's magical. It's just magical. Ryan Tannehill, 18 of 29, 216 yards, one touchdowns. He ain't even a story. Jalen, uh, just um Josh Allen, 35 of 47, 353 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Buffalo, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills that absolutely didn't even score in the fourth quarter. But man, man, if you had to give a game ball to, no, not even give give the whole game ball to. It's nobody other than that. Derrick Henry is man. He's not another version of Beast Mode. He's damn near Avenger. 20 carries, 143 yards, and three touchdowns. You just, a, I just can't, uh, I still wonder, like, how the hell he that big and run so fast? This dude is, man. This Derrick Henry is just some special. Some, some special, man. Something special. But, man, Buffalo Bills, they let one slip away before they went on the bye. They let one slip away. 
And man, they they needed this win. They really did. Cause only team that have less wins than them is the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm not so I'm 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 right now I'm I'm not sold on Baltimore Ravens. They got kicked out of the playoff every single year on my Odom been there. I'm not sold on them whatsoever. But we shall see. College football. Interesting college football week. San Diego State lose to no Sandy San Jose State lose to San Diego State. 19 to 13 in uh, overtime. Oregon Ducks handled California. Um Golden Bears 24 to 17. Uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma State lose to Oklahoma State beat Texas 32 to 24. And Texas AM uh, bounce back, um, not bounce back, take care of the Tigers, the Missouri Tigers, 35 of 35 to 14. Michigan State, I don't think I'm not sleep on them. 20 uh and 20 to 15 against Indiana. UCL UCF get blew out by the Cincinnati. Cincinnati to be the number one team, you have to blow your every opponent out for the remainder of the season by at least 20. And I think they will. The Arkansas, Arkansas Razorbacks lose to the Auburn Tigers 38 to 23. Kentucky had no chance against Georgia. 30 to or 30 to 13. Purdue upset Iowa. I couldn't believe it. And I said it on this show last week. They didn't have a chance. Boy, was I wrong. 24 of 24 to 7 on the road. They didn't just beat them, they beat them on the road. I, I I I I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Baylor take care of BYU, thirty-eight to twenty-four. Alabama bounced back in a big way, taking care of Mississippi State, forty-nine to nine. TCU TCU lose to TCU lose to Oklahoma, fifty-two to thirty-one. Ole Miss and Tennessee, and I'm going to talk about this game. That was I, I'm gonna wait for my best and worst for that one. 31 Ole Miss to Tennessee 26. Lance Kiffin get revenge again against the Tennessee Volunteers. NC State take care of Boston College 33 to 7. And Arizona State lose to Utah 35 to 21. And Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh beat the Virginia Tech Hogies. Now we're going to go to this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1957, the Montreal Canadian Maurice Rocket Richard becomes the first NHL to score 500 goals. In 1983, the Philadelphia Flyers began a 13 NHL game winning streak. In 1996, the Atlanta Braves beat the New York Yankees by a record by tying 11 runs. 
12 to 1 in a World Series game. And in 2005, the NLCS Houston Astros beat the St. Louis Cardinals four games to two out of the best of seven. This has been This Day in Sports History. MLB postseason, the Boston Red Sox lead the Houston Astros 2-1, two, two games to one. Houston Astros, they won game one, five to four, and they dropped game two to giving up two grand slams. First time a team done that in the postseason. And the Boston Red Sox blew, blew them out last night, destroyed them. And ironically, Houston Astros, out of those six pitchers they used, 15, five of them gave up at least one run. You're not going to win a real series like that, guys. Boston pitchers, three, they bullpen and get absolutely, they didn't even give up a hit. But I tell you right now, Boston, if, if Houston don't win tonight, it's over. It's over. You drop game two at home. And that's the best thing about playoff baseball, playoffs in general. You have to get one on the road. If two will be lucky, but you have to get one. You just have to get one on the road. And Boston did that game two, came back at game three, and they showed Houston Astros, we are dangerous at home. We are. Houston have to win tonight. Or it's over, game five. The LA Dodgers dropped two in Atlanta. Thank God they, they wasn't in L.A. Because if they would have been, if they would have, they would have been getting swept before tomorrow, but I'll be this week. But they started in Atlanta. Atlanta took the first game, close games, three or two, three to two. And um, the other night beat um, Dodgers five to four. Game three is today. Should get on the way around four o'clock. My surgeon went four and a half. Why did he go four and a half and struck out seven? I don't care about the two on runs. He struck out seven. I believe um, he should have went a little longer than that. Um, Atlanta is using too many pitchers. My personal opinion, they are using too many pitchers. Get up bullpen and rest tonight, today and tomorrow, or use um, only one or two. Um, game four is Thursday, and game five is Friday, all in L.A., if Atlanta can get one, this series over in five. If Atlanta get one game in LA, it's over in five. Um, six definitely. But we what we shall see tonight. The LA Dodgers are making too many mis, um, mistakes on base running and pitching. My personal opinion. Um, let the starters go a little longer. There's no need to bring in Jensen in the bottom of the knife knowing this guy is um he's hittable now. He is hittable. He's he can be scoring on easily now. For the last couple of years, he has been easy to score on. And that's just my personal opinion.
NHL last night he had four games. The New York Rangers defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs two to one. The Seattle Kraken get destroyed by the Philadelphia Flyers six to one. And the Anaheim Ducks win a close one in overtime against the Calgary Flame three to two. And St. Louis went to Arizona to take to beat the Coyotes seven to four. Tonight's NHL games, the Colorado Avalanche visits the Washington to face the Capitals. The San Jose Sharks visit Montreal to take on the Canadians. And the Dallas Stars in Pittsburgh um, Penguins score off tonight. Seattle uh, Cracklins travel to New Jersey to face the Devils. Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, Vancouver Canucks, and Baltimore Sabres. The Columbus Blue Jackets and Detroit Red Wings get off tonight. Um, the Winnipeg Jets and Minnesota Wow. The LA Kings and Nashville Predators. New York Islanders is going to visit the Madhouse on Madison tonight. I wish I could be there. Only if I could be there. The Chicago Blackhawks. I believe the Chicago New York Islanders win this New York Islanders. I don't think they have a chance tonight against that crowd. That crowd will get their team pumped to play. Be ready to play. Then the Anaheim Ducks visit the Edmonton Oilers. Tomorrow's games is the rivalries. Boston visit the Philadelphia Flyers and St. Louis visit the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Cincinnati football this weekend. College football this weekend. Cincinnati will blow out Navy. Easily. Illinois and Prince State. Northwestern and Michigan. Michigan have a chance to get upset this week. And I won't be surprised if they do. Oklahoma visit Kansas. Shouldn't be, should be an easy game for Oklahoma. Wake Forest and Army. Wisconsin visit the Purdue Boilermakers. LSU, visit Ole Miss, Oregon, and UCLA, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State, Tennessee, and Alabama. Alabama will destroy them. Ohio State versus Indiana. I won't be surprised if Indiana win a close upset special for Ohio State. NC State, visit the Miami to face the Hurricane. And UCLA and Notre Dame, it really wouldn't matter if Notre Dame win or lose because they're not making a playoff. Sorry. And South Carolina visit Texas to face the Longhorns. Top five teams in, the, in college football. Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Ohio State. That's who I have making a college football playoff. Skip. Ohio State. And why is SMU and Baylor don't get no love, get no respect, no love at whatsoever? And Iowa, number two, Iowa, dropped to number 11. So you know they not making a play. They, how can you drop two to 11? You just know Iowa Hawkeyes is not making the college football playoff. NFL week seven picks. 
The Denver um, Broncos visit the Cleveland Browns this Thursday night. I will I will take Cleveland closely by three. Kansas City, Tennessee. I think Tennessee, what we shown last night, I think it will happen again against the Kansas City Chiefs. If Kansas City throw the ball, if the, the Kansas City turn the ball over, there's no way they win it. The Washington football team visit Green Bay. No way Green Bay lose. Cincinnati and Baltimore, I will take Baltimore in a close one. The Carolina Panthers visit the New York Giants. I don't believe Carolina will do that much, but we're talking about the New York Giants. I will take the New York Giants. The Atlanta Falcons visit the Miami Dolphins. I will go with Atlanta by a touchdown. The New England Patriots, the uh, New York Jets, the vi visit the New England Patriots. There's no way New England lose. The Philadelphia Eagles visit Las Vegas to play the Raiders. I will go with the I will go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Detroit by default, by the way. <laughs> so, Detroit Lions visit the Rams. Two words: Matthew Stafford. Who you think I pick? Cleveland, I mean, Chicago Bears visit Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay win about 20. Houston in Arizona. Can you say revenge for Deisha, um, DeAndre Hopkins? I will go with the Cardinals. Indianapolis, Colts, the San Francisco 49ers. Colts. Will beat the 49ers. And Monday night football to cap off week seven. Do New Orleans travel to Seattle to face the Seahawks? I'm gonna go with Seattle. See, I'm gonna I wanna pick Seattle, but man, Gino, come on, Gino. I'll go to Seattle Seahawks. NBA season is finally here tonight. It is finally here, but I'm not sure we'll see Carrier tonight. The Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Bucks. Brooklyn, this is the first test of could be you you next year. Looking at a team that puts you out, hang up their banner, and get their rings. You have to blow them out tonight. I don't care who in the building. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I just don't care. You, they have to blow this team out tonight because we know teams that get their ring, they have a little rust. They be so caught up in a moment. I know Giannis won't, but other teams may be caught up in a moment. And, you know, P.J. tugging out there, you know, they'll be caught up in a moment and forget, like, yo, we got to play a game in, in 20 minutes. And I don't think they're going to be ready to play. I think Brooklyn will blow them out tonight. I won't be surprised if they do. But everybody can looking forward to a competitive game for sure. Golden State Warriors and L.A. Lakers. If Klay Thompson, bro, Klay Thompson might drop 40 tonight. If Klay Thompson playing, he dropping 40 tonight. I want to see him drop 40 tonight. Tomorrow's NBA opening week games. Indiana Pacers visit the Charlotte Hornets, Chicago Bulls. Why do they have to open up in Detroit all the time, man? Why? They play Detroit more than anybody. They open up the Detroit Pistons, the Boston Celtics, and the New York Knicks. Tremendous rivalry game, and, I should, and it should be a good one. The Washington Wizards. 
Visit to Toronto Raptors finally. Toronto uh, basketball is finally back in Toronto. Houston Rockets visit the Minnesota Timberwolves. Philadelphia 76ers and the New Orleans Pelicans. I just cannot wait to Philly get back home. I really want to see what that crowd do to Ben Simmons. I really want to see it. Cleveland Cavaliers visit the Memphis Grizzlies and Orlando Magic visit San Antonio Spurs. The Oklahoma City Thunder travel to Utah to face the Jazz. Sacramento, horrible Sacramento Kings visit Portland and Chauncey Billups' first game, first regular season game as a head coach of the Trailblazers. Should be very interesting. Denver and the Phoenix Suns, a last year playoff rematch. Those games, you're looking forward to Wednesday night, but I'm looking at Thursday night. Dallas Mavericks and the Orlando, uh, Atlanta Hawks. The uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. And a game I will have my eye on closely. The L.A. Clippers and the Golden State Warriors. Those are the games for Thursday that I'll be looking forward to. My five predictions of this NBA season, five. And I, I'm sure of this. Miami won't, Miami Heat won't make it out of the first round. Number four, the Golden State Warriors will be top four team in the West because Clay Thompson is back. They have their unit back. Number three, and I really and I really have to really think about this, and I really believe this won't happen. I'm, I'm sorry. I believe it will. The Portland Trailblazers won't make the playoff. Can you just imagine how Damon Little would feel if they don't make the play, even make the playoff? Man. And my second prediction of this NBA season, the L.A. Lakers won't make the finals. Because I think it's three teams in the West can beat them this year. And my number one prediction, and I believe this is more certain than any of them, Kevin Durant will win MVP, especially if Kyrie Irving out there. This is a year, this is a year Kevin Durant have to reprove himself. You remember that remember that uh, interview? You know who I am? No, we don't. This year, I want you to show us who you are. Win MVP, and then we'll believe you. That's the NBA games tonight. Is looking forward to this week, opening week of the NBA. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we have to go over the best, the worst, and we're going to start off with the worst. Tennessee Volunteers. What can you say? They fans threw bottles onto the field because of Lane, Ki- Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. No other reason. And man, did you see? It's crazy. Their quarterback on fourth down, I believe it was like seven seconds, this dude take off running. And he know they need a touchdown. This dude take off running and get pushed out of bounds as the time expired to lose the game. I've never seen nothing like that. I really haven't. It was just absolutely the worst thing I saw this weekend. 
Nothing come close to the best. Big congratulations to the Chicago Sky winning their first championship. I was so I was I was so happy. I'm, I'm so I'm still happy because Candace Parker. When I reported she was coming home, I don't know how long that would go. When she was coming home, I believed in my heart she was gonna bring it home a championship. That's the best and worst of the week. And and, and thank you guys so much for um, one year this week. It's been so tremendous bringing you guys sports. Friday will be my one year anniversary. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might go have dinner, couple friends, couple families. And I'm just so blessed to do this. Um, thank you. I'm so grateful for all the support I have been given and have been shown. I really appreciate you guys to the fullest extent. Um, love you guys. And I will see you guys all next week for episode 58. As always, be good, be great, be blessed. Thank you.